This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google Profitability Movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. Today, I finished my series on getting ready for fall. In this three-part series, I gave you in part one what you can easily accomplish from a customer perspective by segmenting your customer base. Last time, we talked about contests. And today, we're going to talk about dispatch things to get ready for fall and even getting ready for a holiday season, which is going to come faster than we, than we realize. So let's talk about some dispatch things that are really, really, really important as we get ready for fall. All right. So dispatchers, I'm going to talk about they have things with techs, they have issues with customers, and they have issues with you and themselves. Okay. So let's look at it first to make sure that dispatchers are in a situation where they're the ones with the tickler files. Remember the very first section we talked about tickler files. They're the ones who are calling the customers to schedule the appointments for things that they said that they would wait until this fall. A, from my perspective, a dispatcher's responsibility, and sometimes it's dispatcher and CSR, and sometimes it's a joint effort, sometimes it's CSR who, who do the schedule or make sure there's enough calls, but their responsibility, whether it's one person, two person, a team, is to make sure that the service technicians are busy and they have work to do. So that is why we have tickler files. And it's really important to have tickler files. And when the dispatchers debrief the technicians at the end of the call, one of the questions they, they should be asking is, did you recommend any work that the customer said no to or said that they would think about? Duh. Oh yeah, we talked about this, 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 and this. All right, so guess what? You have a tickler file item, you put it in the tickler file, and then you have work to do when it comes later. So they should be pulling those tickler files out to make to get the technicians work to do in slower times, okay? Now, from a technician perspective, you've got to keep them busy. From the customer perspective, if you have segmented your customer base and you are sending out postcards, you will get phone calls or you will get people going to your website or you will get people you know, texting or whatever else it is because give them the option to text. Again, remember who most of our clients are. We're getting to be millennials and whatever the thing is after millennials. They text, they email, they don't get on the phone. So whatever you're doing, give them an opportunity to text to da 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 da, da you know? So you're going to get information to be able to schedule the calls, all right? So getting ready for fall means getting all of your maintenance done before that first cold day hits whenever possible. The last thing you want to be doing when it, that first cold day is maintenance. Number one, you're probably going to have to reschedule it because you've got demand service calls and you're going to make customers upset and angry and potentially lose them because you're rescheduling maintenance calls. 
So make sure that you as a dispatcher, as much as possible, get all of the maintenance done prior to what you perceive as the first cold day. Now, people are starting to think about fall because, you know, even where I am and it's 80 degrees during the day, the nights are getting to be 50s, all right? And some of you are hitting 40s. And people think about it, all right? So once they're starting with the mindset, you can CSRs, dispatcher, whomever is doing it in your company can actually start making these phone calls or sending out postcards or texting or however you're doing it to get the, all the maintenance is done. If you're doing maintenances year round, all the maintenances that need to be done are just like the September maintenances, the October maintenances and, and things along those lines. So that should not be as killer, quote unquote, as maintenances that you, know, you just do every spring and every fall, which will, you know, as you grow, will absolutely kill you. You got to spread them around. All right. And the way I describe that, it's like going to the dentist. You have to do it twice a year. Doesn't matter when. Manufacturers say that maintenance needs to be done once a year. They don't say maintenance needs to be done once a year before heating season or once a year before cooling season. We have unfortunately trained homeowners that you got to get your air conditioning checked out before it gets cold, or you got to get your heating system checked out before, you know, sorry, air conditioning system checked out before it gets hot or heating system checked out before it gets cold. No, you can do a heating check in February. The tough part is doing a cooling check when it's under 65 degrees out. But you can do heating checks throughout the year. It's getting it ready for next season. Not a problem. You can actually do that. All right. So dispatchers, CSRs, and everything else like that, your goal in the first part of this is to make sure you have as much maintenance done before that very, very cold day hits. Because I promise you, you'll get demand calls out the window. And the last thing you want to do is to put off a maintenance customer. They don't like it. They, you may lose it as a result of that. All right. So that is thing number one for dispatchers. You know, make sure all of your maintenances is, are done. All right. When we get back from break, I'm going to go through some other things that dispatchers need to start thinking about and also doing as we get into fall and holiday seasons. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Were you thrown into management? You know, you're doing your day-to-day -day job and you crave more. You want to become a manager or even own your own business. All of a sudden you're thrown into management and whoa, not what you expected. Where's your lifeline? You're now responsible for making sure others get their work done, dealing with customer complaints, budgets, keeping your boss happy, and getting stressed out trying to do it all. You long for the days when all you had to do was your job. You get frustrated because people just don't follow the rules like you did. How do you make them comply? And what if they quit? You know how to do the work, but do you know how to manage the work? Where do you get the skills you need to be a great manager, to run a profitable department, to actually enjoy work again? My seven-month online coaching program, Leadership Skills for Smart Managers. As Mike Shelley, a plumber who was promoted to plumbing manager said, I've grown a lot. I am no longer brand new. This class helped me thicken my skin exponentially. I am finally seeing the forest through the trees, at least a little. I am definitely more confident than I was seven months ago. You can experience this and more. 
The next Leadership for Smart Managers class starts November 1st. Go to www.hvacchannel.tv or call us at 770-729-8000 to reserve your spot today. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, we talked about dispatchers, CSRs, having to get as many of the maintenance is scheduled and done before that very first cold day hits. I also want to make sure that when it gets busy, that I that you keep the second call of the day open. And here's why. When it gets really, really cold and you have a tech on call and he's had three or four calls in the evening or maybe more. There's usually work that needs to be done the next morning. And the last thing you want a tech to say is I'll be back first thing in the morning. That's not his thing. Um, it's usually the office will call you first thing in the morning. And sometimes customers don't hear that. But if you leave the second call of the day open as a dispatcher, I promise you either it will get filled or people will be thrilled that you're out there earlier. Most often it gets filled and when it gets really, really, really busy. But it also saves you stress because you don't have to totally revamp your schedule because an emergency came up. If each one of your techs has a second call of that day open, you can always put customers in there from emergencies from the previous night, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You've promised the first call, right? So they have to go to their first call and then you can plug in all the emergencies into the second call of the day, which is just fine, all right? So do yourselves a favor, give yourselves less stress, keep the second call of the day open as it gets busier and busier and busier and busier, all right? You don't wanna overschedule, overpromise, whatever, because it makes everybody crazy. It makes absolutely everybody crazy. So one thing that can definitely help you a lot. The second thing I want you to think about for fall is making sure that you do the debriefing, okay? And what you're trying to do, quite frankly, is help your techs because you want the information, the techler files, you want the potential um, of that new sale. It may not come out of the service department, but it's still company and everybody works for the same company. So make sure that you debrief the calls and you're asking is number one, is the call complete? Yes or no. Um, I'm talking residentially here. I'll talk commercially in a minute. Number two, did you collect? Yes or no. Number three, what recommendations did you make? What repair recommendations did you make that the customer said that they'd have to think about it? Did you leave a maintenance agreement? All right. For your non-maintenance agreement customers, your techs need to leave a maintenance agreement so that somebody from the office can follow up, all right? So make sure that you debrief so that you build the tickler file because it could be slow for a couple of months, a month or two, and not get super busy throughout the winter. Your techs are your eyes and ears out there. They need to be answering these questions. Um, the other question that I would ask a lot of times is, are there parts on order? Do we have to order a part? Commercially, this is really important because if the call is not done, a lot of times it happens commercially more so than residentially. We have to order a part and go back. So we have to make sure that we don't close out that call depending upon your computer system or your software system. 
and you put the call back in parts on order. So until the parts do come in. And please, please, please look at parts on order. I, no joke, walked into a customer, brand new customer, probably 10 or 15 years ago, and just looked at their parts on order. And there had been somebody with a parts on order for three months. No joke. And this wasn't during COVID, okay? This was 10, maybe 15 years ago. And thankfully, the customer was okay. And she said, I thought it just took three months to get to the part. Oh my gosh. Nobody told her that it shouldn't have taken that long. But you know, she was okay. She was just sitting there waiting and nobody had bothered to look at the, the parts on order file in their dispatch board. Please review that every day, every week, every month to make sure that all the parts are coming in and making sure that you've got it rescheduled when the parts come in. All right, so let's talk a little bit about some things I want you to watch out for. Number one, school has started again in most areas of the country. So there might be fall things that your techs need to do at night with their kids. Um, it might be a concert, it might be a play, it may be they have to get off for a parent-teacher conference. Um, there are things that happen with their kids at school. Every parent, I promise you, gets a list of all the stuff start of every year. You need to ask your technicians, what do you need off for for school? And you may want to send that home to their spouses because they're probably going to be better at answering that question and remember to tell you than the text. The last thing you want to have happen is the tech go, oops, I need off today at two o'clock because there's a parent-teacher conference. How many times has that happened over the year? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Did they know about parent-teacher conferences? Of course they did. They just didn't think about it until their wife reminded them, oh, honey, this afternoon we got to go to school to have a parent-teacher conference. Oops. Make sure you have that on your schedule. Oopses cause problems. So make sure that that's on your schedules, all right? It will make life a lot easier for everybody. And you just have to ask. You have to just continually ask, okay, with, with, it, with your techs who have kids, and you know who they are. Um, you know, when's, what, what are your school obligations? When are your parent-teacher conferences? You know, when is their concerts or when are their meetings or when is their stuff that they need off for? There's um, a technician and who shall remain nameless. But anyway, um, he was totally committed to a sporting event for one of his child, one of his children, um, because that child was really, really, really good. And, with, and so he committed to going to their games, et cetera, et cetera. So there were certain days of the week that he absolutely needed off at like two or three, you know, at the very latest. But what he did is he said, look, these are the days that I need off at this time, but I'm willing to work Saturdays. I'm willing to work, you know, weekends, whatever, at straight time, because I know I need these hours off. And so they worked a deal with him that he got off at 2.30 every day, but he worked a Saturday and Sunday at regular time. I mean, he was that devoted to his kids. So sometimes you might find things like that. It just totally depends, all right? So make sure you have your tickler files, number one. Make sure you have debriefed all of the calls, number two. 
and make sure that you are um, asking for when they need their time off. It's really, really, really important. So the three-part series is now complete. You have ideas on how to deal with segmenting your marketing and getting customers back in the fold, contests that you can be running this fall, and some of the dispatch things that you're going to need this fall that will hopefully not drive you absolutely insane. So thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review it on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.